Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics, with the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com. And Quest Nature Tours, offering expert-led small group tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. Explore exceptional journeys around the world at questnaturetours.com. And Beautio Books, an independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Beautiobooks.com. Good morning. Welcome to our show number 911. Well, British Columbia, Canada, way out there in the western edge of Canada, has done a lot of good environmental things lately, not the least of which was to ban rodenticides that kill many raptors and other birds and other creatures as well. They've banned it all across their entire province. They've also provided us with a great contributor to our show, and that's Trevor Fletcher in Kelowna, British Columbia. And Trevor is making a contribution to our show today in the form of an avian audio postcard from up there in Kelowna, British Columbia. Take it away, Trevor. Hello, Ray. It's Trevor here in Kelowna. I'm just on Springfield Road. You can hear all the cars going by. And there's a little bush here that we go by. And it's just full of sparrows of all sorts. So it's really nice, even though there's so much traffic, that we can hear all of these little birds. It always brings lots of joy to us. Bye, Ray. Thank you so much. Bye, Trevor. There's Trevor Fletcher checking out all sorts of sparrows and keeping clear of the Subarus zipping by there. Let's do a preview here of our mystery bird contest right off the bat here. This is the sound of our mystery bird. Well, before we do that, before we play the sound, a couple of notes about the mystery bird contest. And one is that we give kind of regularly here, which is that if you're not hearing our show live and, and they're therefore not able to enter our mystery bird contest, there is a workaround. All you have to do is go to TalkinBirds.com, no G in Talkin. Click on the Listen button there, and then just scroll down to Listen Live Online. And uh, it really is easy to do, very easy to do. The Listen button there at TalkinBirds.com. The only thing you need to remember in that context is that our show is on Sunday mornings, 9.30 to 10 Eastern. So that's when you can get the live stream, Sunday mornings, 9.30 to 10 Eastern. The other thing about our Mystery Bird Contest, something we started a couple of weeks ago and will continue into the first week of February, is this. Every Mystery Bird Contest winner in that time period will be entered into a drawing for a beautiful prize from our friends at Vortex Optics. It's an 8 by 42 Vortex Viper binocular. What a wonderful binocular this is with an HD optical system for stunning resolution and color fidelity, edge-to-edge clarity, kind of important too, and one of the lightest and most compact full-size binoculars on the market. We'll show some love to the randomly chosen winner on our closest to Valentine's Day show on February 12th. So a little extra thing in our mystery bird contest. All right, here's that mystery bird. This is a preview. There's more. 
Some clues here. Our mystery bird is a medium to large, chicken-like, thick-bodied bird with a short, roundly, rounded, partly black tail, white in winter, the bird rusty brown in summer, when the male displays a bright reddish-brown head and neck. Our bird sounds like it was saying Ohio, 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 but it's not really found in Ohio. It's mostly in northern Canada and Alaska, but occasionally seen in the upper Midwest states and western states of Montana, North Dakota, and Minnesota. It fill, uh, lives and feeds mostly on open tundra, especially in areas of grasses and mosses and herbs and shrubs. That's our mystery bird. Uh, and our prizes for today from Brome Bird Care, a Brome Squirrel Buster standard feeder, truly squirrel-proof. More details about it when we do the actual contest in just a bit. Our other prize is a 12-ounce bag of delicious, bird-friendly, shade-grown birds and beans coffee. If we have time for our bonus question, we have another bonus prize that we'll try to give away. And, of course, that eligibility for that Vortex binocular all part of that uh, contest. All right, it's that time of year. Time to make sure that the coffee lovers on your gift list get some wonderful coffee for the holidays and into the new year. So we're happy to report that for a limited time, you can enjoy a 30% discount on an assorted case of 12 12-ounce bags of delicious Birds and Beans coffee. Birds and Beans is certified Smithsonian bird-friendly coffee and pays special attention to the ways coffee farming affects people and farms and forests and birds. It's a perfect bird-friendly gift for the holiday season. Order now before the offer ends in a couple of weeks. Just go to birdsandbeanscoffee.com to take advantage of this special 30% discount offer and get the perfect gift for the coffee lover's on your list. And that address again is birdsandbeanscoffee.com. We have a conservation salute today, conservation salute of the week. It goes to the American Bird Conservancy. ABC has just been awarded a 2022 top-rated nonprofit status by Great Nonprofits, a leading website for community recommendations of charities and nonprofits. And that adds to a whole list of other uh, recognitions they've received for their good work as a charity and one that really is efficient with the money they receive. And not only that, of course, but they do great work on behalf of birds and the planet. So this week's Talking Birds Conservation Salute goes to ABC, the American Bird Conservancy. Then there's this uh, salute. It's uh, to our Talking Birds ambassadors. Those are the folks that help us do our little thing to work and help birds and the planet. These are our Talking Birds ambassadors who uh, hand out little cards we send to them, to their friends and neighbors, and help spread the word. Thank you to Marie Westerman from Akron, Ohio. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. That bird we heard. But... Uh, this time, it's actually in Ohio, and that would be Marie. Thank you so much, Marie. And thank you to Gary from Sterling, Massachusetts. We mentioned that thing about rodenticides earlier. Gary, of course, is a great advocate for eliminating or reducing rodenticides, and he's been on the show with us uh, two or three times. He says, working to get rodenticides out of our environment and save our raptors. That's his mission, and we are proud to have Gary as one of our Talking Birds ambassadors. And here's another ambassador saying why she is. I'm for the birds. 
My name is Lori Lamb. I am from Forest Hills, New York. I love the Talking Birds show. Being a Talking Birds ambassador allows me to give back. I feel that I'm giving back to nature, giving back to birds, giving them a chance. Talking Birds listeners, we hope you'll join our Ambassadors family. Just visit our website, click on Get Involved at the top of the homepage, and then choose the Become an Ambassador option at TalkinBirds.com. Just a quick note to existing Talking Birds ambassadors, uh, be on the lookout for an email from us if you haven't received it already about something kind of cool. We think it's our new ambassadors map. Well, still to come today, we'll unwrap some cool book ideas for holiday giving when Alan Hale from Beauty O' Books joins us here in a couple of minutes. Also today, Mike O'Connor will be with us for a Let's Ask Mike segment almost live from the archive. And up next, we'll visit South Florida to find today's long and lanky featured feathered friend presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. Walking along a trail at the Corkscrew Swamp Sanctuary in West Naples, Florida, a couple minutes ago, we spotted a bird skulking in a tall bush, and we were pretty sure of its identity, with its slender body, downward-curving black bill, and long tail. We figured it had to be a black-billed cuckoo. But the color wasn't quite right, a little too gray, and we noticed the bird's black mask and buff-colored belly and the clincher, yellow, on the underside of the bill. That didn't make it a yellow-billed cuckoo. It made it today's featured feathered friend, Coxisus minor, the mangrove cuckoo. It's a tropical bird that's found almost nowhere in the U.S. except South Florida, foraging for caterpillars, grasshoppers, insect larvae, and sometimes bird eggs and nestlings in mangrove swamps, thickets, and scrub. The mangrove cuckoo used to be considered fully migratory, heading to the Caribbean and points south for the winter, but more and more individual birds are apparently remaining in South Florida throughout the year. Like other cuckoo species, the mangrove cuckoo has four toes on each foot in what's called the zygodactyl arrangement two toes facing forward and two facing back. Other members of the mangrove cuckoo's family include the smooth-billed and groove-billed ani, and maybe surprisingly, the greater roadrunner. And our bird shares a nickname with its black-billed and yellow-billed brethren, rain crow, since these three cuckoo species seem to often call just before a rain shower. Today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend, one of the rain crows, Coxizus minor, the mangrove cuckoo. Thanks for joining us. Welcome again to our show number 911. Well, books are always popular holiday gifts, and that certainly goes for bird-themed books, and we're about to get some expert recommendations in that direction as we welcome Alan Hale from Beautio Books. Good morning, Alan. Hello, Alan. Are you there? I know you are there because I can see you. Alan just has to unmute. I think there we go. Ah, Sorry about that. that uh, those pesky mute buttons. 
<laughs> That's the key phrase, when it works, exactly. Well, Alan, you were with us uh, about a year ago and offered some book ideas, especially as holiday gifts. So I wanted to ask you kind of what's hot this year. I think you have five particular books you'd like to mention. I I have five uh, books. And uh, these days, you know, so many people, well, they can find all the answers on their uh, cell phones. Mm -hmm. And indeed, cell phones do provide uh, all sorts of information. You can look them up and find the answers. But I will uh, argue that these books each have features that you can't find on your cell phone. And the Mm -hmm. first one I'm going to talk about is a new book uh, on Gulls of North America by Fred Schaefer III. There have been many uh, books about gulls, and, uh, you know, gulls are fairly challenging with uh, age classes Mm -hmm. and... uh, uh, you know, winter and, and breeding plumages. Mm-hmm. But this, uh, so many birders avoid uh, trying to identify seagulls because of these <laughs> challenges. But this book has wonderful color, color photos. Uh, the, is, the author says it's really a work of love and that he spent years and years uh, trying to get uh, photographs that show the differences. It has a uh, fold out plates comparing similar species and uh one that um two that are very very similar but once you uh know how to distinguish the two uh, i'm going to ask you this question there's the (laughs) black-headed gull Mm -hmm. and bonaparte's gulls and he divides them into uh, uh size groups and these two are very similar in size and they both have black heads but they have a very different feature that you can distinguish them. The black-headed is a European gull. So well, what do you think the difference between the black-headed and the Bonapartes, if you saw dozens of these similar-looking birds mm-hmm. uh, sitting around on a pond somewhere? I'm going to go with uh, Bill Color on that. With a, Yes, a... that's exactly right. The black-headed uh, has a red bill, and the Bonapartes has a black bill. So I, it's a it's a great little book, uh, very handy. It's uh, very reasonably priced at nineteen ninety nine, mm-hmm. and of course Schaefer gives a lot of credit to the many others who have worked on challenges of gulls, such as John Dunn and uh, Steve Howell, who mm-hmm. also did a book. All right. So uh, the next book I want to talk about is a little bit different, and this one is called. Female Heroes of Bird Conservation by Rosemary Lowe, who is a uh, a person from England, and she has uh, often had, since a very young age, kept parrots and then became interested in parrot conservation and doing things to prevent uh, illegal trade in parrots. Um, So female heroes uh, uh, that I wanted to mention... um, One is Althea Sherman, and uh, these are earlier um, uh, women who played major role. Althea Sherman was uh, a pioneer in uh, uh, ornithology, and I think I I mentioned uh, that uh, she was born in 1853 and lived for 90 years. But Mm -hmm. the thing I found most interesting is she built a tower for swifts. You know what you do with a tower for swifts? You uh, provide them some uh, some home uh, a home there in a nesting location. 
That's exactly right. <laughs> Herb Tower, and I built a couple of uh, Swift Towers myself, though lately I'm sad to say the numbers of, of our Swifts, uh, Chimney mm-hmm. Swifts, are down. But mm-hmm. uh, she had a tower that was a, t- a tower within a tower. So the, Smith, uh, the Swift Tower was in the center, and then there was this whole tower you could walk up and look into the mm-hmm. other tower. And that was quite remarkable. And there's one, uh, a replica of her tower that uh, is in the graveyard where she is buried. Female Uh, heroes of bird conservation. Alan, we're going to be really short on time here. I wonder if we can speak through the other ones. Okay, so that book is $39.99, and uh, it has both women who played a major role in history as well as those uh, uh, modern-day women who are leading the way in ornithology and conservation. Um, the other um, three books I have are specific to certain regions. Mm-hmm. The first is Birds of the Squam Lake region, written by Beverly Ridgely and updated by his uh, son, uh, Robert Ridgely, the famous ornithologist who has done so much in South America. And that's up this in is, New Hampshire for that one. Yes, this is the Squam Lakes in New Hampshire. And this book would be uh, very uh useful for anyone in New England because the life histories are quite detailed. Mm -hmm. It has color photographs and uh, it is a tribute uh, to Beverly Ridgely, who was a professor of uh, French at Brown University for 40 years, but he had a place on Squam Lake. Mm -hmm. So that's a very, very interesting book. If you don't mind, Alan, I'm just going to give you give the titles of these other ones here because we are so short on time. Okay. A, a, A Birder's Guide to Minnesota is another one, Kim Eckert, 5th edition, and then A Birding Guide to the Greater Pasadena Area, California, that's, of course. That's right. And so, each of these cover in detail the areas that they're in the title that uh, you uh, would have a hard time finding with with maps and species accounts and all sorts of information. I know all of these books are, are there at Beautio Books. So, uh, just in a few seconds, <laughs> I, we have to mention this because this is an item that you're excited about as a stocking stuffer. It's kind of unusual. It's uh, from Uncle Bill's Tweezers, and it's it's called the Sliver Gripper. Am I That's getting this it, right? The Sliver Gripper. It is the <laughs> best tool you will ever find for removing thorns or splinters. Uh, it has a very fine point. And at six fifty, you'll never get a better deal. <laughs> All right, the sliver gripper. All right, you can find that at Beautio Books too. Uh, and um, Alan, I know you're heading to Panama. We'll look forward to hearing from you there and getting an audio postcard from you as well while you're down in Panama. I'll certainly try to send you uh, at least one. All right. Hopefully, there'll be some great sounds. Indeed, I'm sure there will. Alan Hale from Beautio Books. Find them and their marvelous selection of books and sliver grippers at beautyobooks.com. Alan, thank you. Happy holidays and good luck on your Panama trip. Okay. Thank you, Ray. Up next, our mystery bird contest in just one minute. The flutter of a tail feather. The flash of a wing bar in mid-flight. You don't always have a lot of time to identify a bird in nature, let alone to appreciate its beauty. But with Vortex Optics, you'll have the power to bring every wild moment closer. When you choose Vortex, you're choosing to have a partner in the field as passionate about nature as you are. 
Whether you're spotting old friends on the backyard feeder or packing for a once-in-a-lifetime trip to add a few species to your life list, Vortex offers a full range of optics and optics accessories for every birder and every budget. And whether the birds are taking you to another state or another country, you're always covered by the Vortex VIP warranty, an unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. If you'd like to learn more, or if you need help choosing your next optic, give Vortex a call at 1-800-4-VORTEX or visit vortexoptics.com. There's our mystery bird. A medium to large chicken-like thick-bodied bird, mostly in northern Canada and Alaska, but sometimes up in Montana, North Dakota, Minnesota, out in the tundra areas. That's our mystery bird. Beautiful prizes from Brome Bird Care. That's Squirrel Buster. Standard feeder really is squirrel-proof. And delicious coffee from Birds and Beans. And the eligibility to win that beautiful binocular from Vortex Optics. All at 781-837-4900. That's the number. And meanwhile, we'll check in with Mike O'Connor. It's a Let's Ask Mike almost live from the archive in just one minute. Beautio Books carries one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. New, used, and rare books covering everything from backyard birding to general ornithology, from field guides to photography skills, biography, fiction, and humor. You'll find it all along with the knowledgeable customer service you've been looking for in one convenient place. Beautiobooks.com. B-U-T-E-O. Beautiobooks.com. Quest Nature Tours has offered exceptional tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. In 2023, join us to Quest for the Quetzal in Costa Rica or our brand new Zambia Safari. See amazing wildlife and explore habitats with travel companions who truly enjoy nature. Talkin' Birds listeners receive a $150 credit towards their first tour. Visit QuestNatureTours.com today. Birds and much more, guaranteed. The Birdwatchers General Store, the legendary Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod, and he's about to join us on the phone here to tell us about the number one feeder bird, if I have this right, in America's backyards. Good morning, that's, Mike. That's right. According to Cornell's uh, Project Feeder Watch, this is the bird that most people see in their yard. Eighty percent of the people who put out feeders see this bird. Want to guess what it is, Ray? Uh, is it, uh, let me see, uh, it's just kind of a wild guess, uh, dark-eyed junco. Oh, man, you cheated. Exactly <laughs> right, the dark-eyed junco. The bird that most people call snowbirds because this is a bird that likes to eat it in the woods, but when things get tough, they readily come to our backyards when, when mm. Mm-hmm. The woods get covered over and the fields get covered over. They don't care. They'll come right to our yards. <laughs> and they come for what's their favorite food? Believe it or not, millet, the stuff we all make fun of. Hmm. And we put in, you know, in mixes and stuff to use as fillers. And, you know, a lot of the chickadees and the nuthatches and the titmice have no use for it. But the juncos will clean it up for you. And they're, they're a very common. There's like I think there's like something like 60, 600 million of these birds throughout North America, so they can be very wow. common when, when things get tough. And you know, you, you can identify them. Most of the time they're gray. They have a pink bill and they have white flashes on their table, I guess the new word is now. <laughs> right but on I think the table. On the, yeah, they're on the table. <laughs> <laughs> on their tail, white flashing on their tail, which makes them easily identifiable when they when they come to the feeder. Now, I always complain about mixies, so you can buy white millet separately and sprinkle that 
Or you can use mixtures, but then you end up with other stuff that mm-hmm. the birds don't eat. But these birds are very interesting because they come in a lot of different subspecies. Yeah. Most people get the slate-colored junco, but we also get the Oregon and pink-sided and gray-headed, and mm-hmm. they're all um, all the same bird, but we get these subspecies throughout the country. It used to be so, called the slate-colored junco, right? And then that just became one of the subspecies. Am I, am I right? Correct, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they had listed all these other birds as, as individual species, and they said, well, no, they're all kind of the same. You know, they get all fancy with their DNA testing and stuff like that. So it's your dark-eyed junco. Put out a little millet, and you'll see the white flashing cable, and you'll be all ready to go. Watch for the table. Talk to you next week, Mike. <laughs> okay. For over a quarter century, Birdwatching Magazine has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. Regular contributors include expert birders and authors such as Ken Kaufman, David Sibley, Pete Dunn, Laura Erickson, and others. Learn more at birdwatchingdaily.com. Back to the Mystery Bird Contest. We'll hear our bird one more time here, if you don't mind, because it's kind of entertaining, sort of. <laughs> a medium to large chicken-like thick-bodied bird. With a short, rounded, partly black tail, it seems to think it's in Ohio, but mostly in northern Canada and Alaska, and sometimes some upper Midwest states. What is that mystery bird? Let's go to um, Chris, who's in Albion, California. Good morning, Chris. Hey, Ray. Welcome to, uh, welcome, thank you. Thanks for getting up early to uh, call in here. Oh, yeah, I set my alarm at 6.15 and wake up every Sunday so I can listen live. Well, thank you for that, and uh, we hope we can re- reward you here maybe when the, if things work out on the Mystery Bird Contest. And what do you think the bird is, uh, Chris? Well, I, I'm going to go with willow ptarmigan. Willow ptarmigan is what you're going to say. That's the right ptarmigan as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yes, lycopus, lycopus. They tell us it's the only grouse in the world in which the male is regularly involved in parental care. So that's another little oh, wow. feather in its uh, in its uh, crown there. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's that's the uh, that's the right answer. Willow ptarmigan. And uh, not only that, Chris, but we go. I say that again. I missed that. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, good. <laughs> well, let let's see if we can get you more excited. If you want to try our mystery bird bonus question here, I love trivia. So all right, this coming. is. Kind of partly a partly bird, and and by the way, this is also from our friend Trevor Fletcher up in British Columbia, Canada. Thank you again for this, Trevor. So he says this, and this is a multiple choice question: An invasive species has moved into the Okanagan region of British Columbia, and wildlife experts say calls are increasing about these troublemakers. What is this invasive species? Is it A. Molophotorus? Otter, the brown-headed cowbird. Is it B, Passer domesticus, the house sparrow? C, Scurius carolinensis, the gray squirrel? Or D, Touristus americanus, the American tourist? Well, it's probably D for sure, but... Um, <laughs> but other um, than that... Well, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with gray squirrel. Gray squirrel, you had willow ptarmigan right, and now you've got gray squirrel right, so we'll give you a round of applause for that. Yeah, yeah gray squirrel. So it, it turns out that these squirrels from down this way are almost twice as big as the indigenous squirrel species there in British Columbia. They're killing native squirrels and chipmunks and oh. other small mammals. They also get into nests, kill birds, eat their eggs, and cause a lot of yeah. crop damage, especially in hazelnut 
plantations. So they're causing a lot of difficulty up there. Now, mm. and this is interesting, I think, and um, maybe cautionary. Wildlife experts say people often catch the squirrels and then relocate them, but that uh-huh. by doing that, they're just spreading the problem to new areas. So, uh, yeah. yeah, relocating wildlife, I think, in general, is not a good idea unless some experts are involved there. Well. We need some more kids with Red Rider BB guns. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, stay on the line, and we'll get your info there. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Ray. Thank Have you. Chris Chris out in Albion, California, that mystery birding, if you missed it, was the willow ptarmigan. We are pretty much uh, out of time here for our show this morning. I know there was something particular I wanted to mention before we go, and that has to do with our Talking Birds flock. We have uh, something like 466 members in the flock now uh, sharing all kinds of great pictures and stuff. It's our Talking Birds Facebook group. You can find it at facebook.com slash Flock. On our show next week, two superstar birders, Wayne Peterson and Paul Basich, with a peek at the latest edition of the always fascinating and informative birding community e-bulletin. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics. With the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com. And Quest Nature Tours, offering expert-led small group tours for bird and nature lovers since 1970. Explore exceptional journeys around the world at questnaturetours.com. And Beautyo Books, an independent, family-owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Beautyobooks.com.